little soldier. You got me. Turn my mic up louder, I got to say something. Lightweight, step it aside when we come in. Feel it in your chest, the syllables get pumping. People on the street to panic and start running. Words on loose leaf sheet, complete coming. I jump on my mind, I summon the rhyme, I'm dumping. Healing the blind, I promise to let the sun in. Sick of the dark ways, we march to the drumming. Jump when they tell us that they want to see jumping. Fuck that, I want to see some fist pumping. Risk something, take back what's yours. Say something that you know they might attack you for. Cause I'm sick of being treated. Like I had before, like the stupid standing for what I'm standing for. Like this war is really just a different brand of war. Like it doesn't cater to rich and a fan of war. Like they understand you in the back of the jet when you can't put gas in your tank. These fuckers are laughing the way to the bank and cashing a check. Asking you to have compassion and have some respect for a leader so nervous in an obvious way. Stuttering and mumbling for night news to replay and the rest of the world watching at the end of the day. In the living room laughing like never a shot. I'm a soldier. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your host. And tonight I've got brand new guest, straight from TikTok, Steve Ripple Time. I Steve Ripple Time. I was going with the last you name. Know I, I don't care. Is that is oh I don't know what your last name is. Is it Steve McQueen? Oh, what's up? Yes. Oh. Yes. Steve so McQueen. Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen is with us tonight. Pam Sears is also in the house. Hello, Pam. It's good to see you, Purple Princess. Sonia Brown, my beautiful Sonia, is here. And Little Wolf is also in the house tonight. Jeannie, I saw you in here. Angie, you guys, welcome to live and a very happy uh, Tuesday. The monday is Tuesday ever. I think a lot of people are feeling like it's Monday. Oh, where did my fish go? There they are. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here. How are you? I'm excited. I'm are you? I can tell. You. But that's what, what that's are what you? What? What's that? Oh, what is that? What's moving around? Oh, my phone was vibrating on the table. Oh, I thought maybe you had ghosts. We're gonna get into ghosts. Hey, they they're around. I'm sure they are. We they were upstairs in our old office, and and now we moved down here. They're not down here, so I haven't we haven't seen any. Um, so Purple Princess said your video just hit all the fields today. How do we get ready to move on from what's bringing us down? Your videos tend to do that. They get into people's feelings. That's the point. Yeah. I know. Have you always been like that? Like, have you always been kind of this mental health advocate? Um, no. I think I've just... <clears throat> I don't know. I grew up through just a lot of stuff. I don't know. It was like some crazy story that none of us go through, but I think that's the coolest part about it. That you know what we have an outlet like we do right now, and mm -hmm. if being able to get on social and and make a difference, uh, I can show one person that. Who knows what that one person might do? And that's the whole point. That's the whole point of Ripple Time per se. So you know, I've always been very empathetic to be able to literally just think of a situation and put myself in it. And I can relay content that way. So that's what I try to do. Purple Princess, are you talking about the latest one I just did? That's like a two-minute um, one. I see. That's probably it. I don't know. I've had a couple of good ones lately. I, I looked you up. I've looked you up over the last couple of days. I don't know that I saw that one. The one that hit me, I think the one where I first started to follow you was the one you did about bullying. <laughs> if, if your kid bullies my kid, my kid's going to 
go ahead and just whip your kid's ass. And we're going to be okay with that. Cause that's kind of how we are here too. Like we're, if your kid's going to bully my kid and my kid asked you to stop. Um, yeah, we're just, yeah, you were just going to, Oh, the dog one, she says. Oh yeah. That's a good one too. I don't know where that one came from. How do you move on from that though? Um, you just, you keep going. I mean, I say it at the end of every one of my videos and we can dig deeper into that. And, mm -hmm. um, as we go along, but the biggest thing is honestly, just put one foot in front of the other. You know what? People think that they have to have some grandeur win um, to feel better or to feel accomplished. And that's not the point. You know, the point is just stacking your little wins. Hey, you got out of bed today. Congratulations. Because some days that's about all you can damn do. Um, and I've been there in the past. Not for very long, but I've always been pretty mentally strong. And if I can pass that along and convey that some way, that's kind of the goal. Yeah, A little bit of sass, I'll say. They do. They seem very touched by your videos and, and you can, I mean, you've done a couple other ones too that were funny and that made me laugh, which is why I stuck around because I like humor, but the videos that you do when you talk about empaths and when you talk about um, like, you know, feeling your shit and healing your shit and, and they really do touch people. And I think specifically now where a lot of people are really having a hard time with their <laughs> mental health, with everything that's going on. Um, it is super, I, I feel like it's super important that people like you making content that you do to keep people uplifted. Well, shit, you wonder why we're all fucked out of our mind right now because they don't let us think for ourselves, right? You're getting pushed in 48 different directions and you identify with this, that, or the other, and you have to be on one side or the other or you're going to hell. And mm -hmm. it's just not how it is. Um, you know, and anybody who wants to speak up and talk their opinion and if it goes against somebody else's then oh lordy watch out here come the keyboard warriors right so we just chastise the hell out of each other and i just i can't stand that it just drives Do you get me a lot of that no i don't i don't get like any of that which really surprises me um we get we get a lot yeah i'm sure you do yeah, i know okay i lost you on there for a while you disappeared no, i was sad i did it happens from time to time. It's probably going to happen again very soon here. But we have backups and we have YouTube now. So it's about being resilient. That's my message is resilience. But I follow, like my whole FYP is, is kind of full of that stuff because this is what we do on, on the, you know, pretty much on the daily is we cover the news and we cover a lot of the things that are going on on top of bringing different guests on uh, to talk to them about their story. And so my FYP is is really full of a lot of that stuff so when it comes to the people that i decide to follow like yourself i really do follow a lot of people that uh, lead more with the positivity because it gets pretty dark over here sometimes i don't know if you know that like we cover a lot of the heavy shit and it can get super dark and sometimes i think people lose themselves in a lot of the stuff that's going on yeah i think that's i mean i i agree with you on a lot of what you put out and I, somehow I walked the line and I've gathered, you know, kind of all aspects on on that channel. You know, I'm trying to branch it out into being a little more diverse into Instagram, maybe YouTube. I don't know the ins and outs of all of that stuff. So mm -hmm. something I'm working on, but you got to do that kind of one step at a time and juggle getting the kids to 14 practices a week and saving your marriage still so your wife doesn't hate you, all that good shit. Mm -hmm. It all takes time and balance. Yeah. Well, and it's a long game. And it's what it is. And I love how you said balance. And I, my video, they're like, you look like you're mad. I'm like, no, I was just 
don't know, just throwing something out there. I like keep people on their toes, mm -hmm. keep them guessing. Because if you can be prepared in the in the gnarly times, then you'd be just fine when everything's okay. I think everything is okay as long as you think it's okay. I think that's why people and and we talk and you said you kind of agree with a lot of of the content that we make and this it's this is kind of what we talk about. They keep people uh, like in this state of fight or flight. They keep people constantly in this this state of anxiety and so that to keep them divided and to keep them fighting each other and. Uh, we do our best to try to understand things from both sides, but um, when it comes right down to it, when it comes down to to really all of this, it's it's a matter of you and your mental health and and recognizing your triggers and being able to handle that. And I think that's a lot of what you talk about. It is. It's more just like making people feel normal. Really, what it comes down to. When I say I agree with a lot of it, I mean like ninety nine percent of it. In, in the same time, I mean, we're never going to agree on everything, but no, and I would hope not, you know, and I think that's everybody, but mm -hmm. what's so annoying is that you can't disagree without it turning into some big, huge bullshit mess about absolutely nothing, mm -hmm. you know? So yes, the truth, people would want to hear the truth no mm -hmm. matter what it is. And so when you get on the political side and the news side, it changes everything, which is why you'll probably be banned at least three, four or five, six more times. Because you strike That's a okay. nerve. It's good. Right? That means mm -hmm. that people are listening. That's all it means. People get all well, scared. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're, like I said, we're kind of here for that. This is old hat for us. We've been banned a whole bunch of times already. And again, it, it's just, it's, it's all about resilience with this. And I mean, it is what it is. There's nothing, there's nothing you can do about it. You can keep going. Like you said, it's a long game type of deal. YouTube is a long time, long game type of deal. But I wanted to stay somewhere where that I, I still wanted to talk about what I wanted to talk about. But we we resonated a long time ago that TikTok was not going to be our home. It's just not. They they aren't going to let us stay for any considerable amount of time. Yeah, there's a lot of censorship and all that kind of stuff that goes on kind of anywhere you are, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know how it is on YouTube. I'm sure you get a little bit bigger of a platform where you can do what you got to do. And hopefully your message reaches. But I mean, tell me more about you because I don't know. I mean, I know you from your content, but what's, what do you guys, how long have you been around? What's the, what's the story, right? Well, there's really no story. This is kind of it. We've been on TikTok for a few years. I kept getting banned. Um, I still wanted to talk about what I wanted to talk about. And so we started the YouTube channel and then the podcast kind of took off from there a little bit. We brought on some, some guests that people really liked and then we just continued. And this is kind of what, what we do really. That's it. I'm a mom. I, I have kids and I'm married and I made cookies today. That's, that's pretty much. I'm I'm not a very exciting person. I'm I'm and people think I am, but I'm really not that exciting. Same. Yes. People yeah. think I have you're all not, this wonderful knowledge. Exciting. I'm like I'm just talking to myself half the time. It's not that big of a deal. Tell video. me more. What do you mean you're talking? So when you make these videos, they're more like messages to yourself. You think, or you think you know? Uh, maybe my past self. Things I might have gone through or told myself back then, things I realized. And then I just relate it to some comment. Most of all my comment or all my content comes from the comment section, you know, on my other videos where I'll feel how somebody else is responding to it and make something that's geared toward that person. And that, that resonates. So you find that if you make someone feel anything, that they stick around longer. Dancing is 
cute and all, but you, we can't all be hot blondes with big boobs, right? Well, we could. we could. We could. According to I, things I, now, yes, you absolutely can. This is he true. Her, Maybe I should identify. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You should try it. Let I me know. Do. Let me know how that works. We'll start a crowdfunding for your boobs. You'll better Dude, ask have, your wife first, though. I have a sweet wig upstairs I could wear. I'd be a hot blonde that way. Mm -hmm. You'd probably go viral, too. Probably. Do it. You're wrong. Be like, that's why we're identifying as everyone. Let's uh, throw this sweet wig on and throw me a Sarah Tatas. We'll be good to go. I can't want to turn these stupid alerts off. I'm sorry if it keeps dinging in the background. No, you're fine. We have, usually have dogs and kids, and it's we just kind of roll with whatever. Yeah. I want to talk, but I do want to talk to you about being an empath. And I think this is kind of one of the things that I, I have a list of things that I wanted to bring up tonight. And this was one of the big ones. I have it written on big black letters. So it's, it's about being an empath. Now, do you believe that you're in, an empath versus being empathetic? I think there's two different things. I honestly don't know. I couldn't tell okay. you because I really don't know. I don't, I don't have a degree in any of that stuff. Uh, my degree mm -hmm. is just in real life and feelings and what I observe. So I, I don't really know. And honestly, when people say, hey, where do I learn more about it? I just, I, I, don't, I don't even know what to tell them because I don't really research it myself. I just, I spit a lot of stuff out that I felt or noticed with people. So I don't know if I'm a clinical uh, definition of what an empath is, but you know, I mean, there are certain traits and everything. So I, maybe I'm highly empathetic, but I don't know what, okay. I don't know what really makes a true empath. I think a lot of people can just identify as being, because it's a buzzword, right? Like, oh, I'm an empath. Yeah. I don't You're say not that. necessarily on your path. I know you don't, but it gives somebody it gives people something to identify with you. Um, and what I found is is really just kind of garnering the people that are in need of feeling, heard, seen, part of something, and then from there, kind of helping them realize what they really might be. Right. So, I might start putting out some stuff that says, "Okay, you're a true empath if you do this." And people are like, well, that's not really me, but I do everything else. And so then they kind of walk themselves down that road. And I think just helping people with some self-discovery, I feel like as a nation, as a people, as an entire human race across the world, we don't spend enough time learning about ourselves mm -hmm. and why we I would do agree. what we do. So instead of taking ownership and realizing that we're really truly the ones that probably did most of the stuff, we love to point fingers because it's easier. But when we become more internal and you know self-aware of what we're doing we start to own a little bit more and you realize okay well maybe i can make this change or i can do this and if everybody makes a little bit of a change it might make a huge difference in the world i think self-awareness is the thing i think and it's the thing that a lot of people are are lacking right now we talk a lot about accountability and this is something we learned during um, COVID was with the accountability, right? Nobody wanted to be accountable for their own health. It had to be me or, it had, you know, cause I had to wear a mask or, you know, like, or I had to go to grocery store at a certain point of time. So we have, we've, we've talked a whole bunch about accountability and then self-awareness because I feel like those two kind of go hand in hand. People yep. really struggle to hold themselves accountable for their own life. Right. And, the self-awareness is kind of what teaches you how to hold yourself accountable for your own life. And I think we said this last week too, that like all of the problems that you have are 100% your fault. Every single one, every single problem that you have is 100% your fault. And that sounded really mean and really cruel. But the reality is, is once you've accepted that 100 of the things that you're not happy about is on you, 
you actually can take control of that and turn around and start to fix it. And I don't think that people are self-aware enough to realize that. And that's frustrating coming. I don't know how old you are, but coming from my generation, we were Gen X. Uh, we were all about like we took on more than we should have with accountability. And it's frustrating to see people who um, just I don't just can't or don't know. I don't know if they don't know how or they just can't. I can't believe we have never connected on that level before. Cause I mean, I've done videos like that, like short of something astronomical out of this world, like an asteroid hitting you or whatever you were at fault for everything. You literally, people don't take ownership. And that's the first step. Like self-awareness is the base to me of any kind of personal development. When you can say, Hey, you know what? This happened to me because my child get hit by a car. Okay, let's let's go extreme, right? So my mm -hmm. kid gets hit by a car. Mm -hmm. That's the car's fault. Well, I mean, I wasn't watching them, right? Well, right. well they were they were ten. They should have known. Well, I must not have taught them at some point in time. So when you own it, nobody can come at you anymore. And that's what I feel like right. too. People get so butthurt about stuff so easily because they don't own it. Like all you have to do is own something, and then people shut up about it. They can, they have no ammunition against you anymore. It's the whole Eminem thing when he does the rap, right? Mm -hmm. Just tell me something about me that not, people don't already know. And I think that just got lost. I mean, that was years ago now, right? But God, I wish people felt that way still. My people do, but that's because I choose to surround myself with those people. And people forget that too. Yeah, people. Uh, that was a lesson we learned. Well, just in this last year, we went through kind of this whole spiritual. I just call it spiritual. It was a journey. It was a fucking journey. Because I was very closed off and cold, and I had to learn not to be that way, obviously. And there was a lot of things and a lot of trauma and a lot of pain that we had to work through. But one of the the biggest things about it was I had to be self-aware. Like I, I used to make clapback videos, which is probably why we never met before this, because my videos were all about clapbacks. And listen, they were amazing. Okay. I'm witty and I'm fast. And I can, and man, I can, I can come, I can hurt your feelings. Right. That was my whole thing. But after a while, it got to a point where it was like, there's, it was just, it, I was just as mean as they were leaving these mean comments. Do you know what I mean? Like I, that's not who I wanted to be ever really. Um, and it's not who I wanted to be anymore. And so that was all a part of the becoming self-aware and, and growth and holding myself accountable. I've been wrong. Hell, I was wrong twice today. I had to take two damn videos down because of, of wrong information. Thanks, Sonia, by the way, for that. Um, but it is, but people don't want to be, and I get it. It's uncomfortable. Like, I don't, do you like holding yourself accountable? I don't care for it, but I do it. Yeah, I love you know it. what I'm saying? Because Dad, you're like, God, I sucked at this. I got to fix it. Because you're free. Style. Nobody can say shit. Well, like yeah, cool but there's a fine line. There is. I get that. I get the freedom portion of it. But I think there's a fine line, too, between holding yourself accountable for your shit and then also holding yourself accountable for other people's shit, like taking on other people's stuff. That's why I asked you about the empath stuff, because that's essentially what it is. You take on the emotions and the feelings of other people. And half right. the time you don't even know that you're doing it. And I did that a lot. I apologize for a lot of shit that wasn't my fault. And we oh, just stopped doing that. Empaths oh, are always yeah. saying sorry. It's always. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. 
I'm, wait, we don't apologize for shit here. Look, I'm sorry. I mean, I do apologize for that. That was mean. But it, it became it became less about holding myself accountable and more about, you know, that, that, there's a word for it. I can't think of it now, but apologizing for things that weren't my fault. And I think giving a lot of people to, do that. Yeah, giving power to those things that never, ever earned it in the first place. That's mm -hmm. a big, a big deal to me. You know, we give power to an expectation, and I think that's a big part of it, too. Because everybody expects something. You stop expecting anything, and you just know that you are capable enough, and you are strong enough, and you're well-equipped. Um, you're resourceful, because the resources are out there to do anything and everything you possibly could want to do. Mm -hmm. But people aren't resourceful and they don't want to figure it out for themselves. And so they want somebody else to do it for them or find somebody else to blame for it. So instead of doing that, just realize what's at your fingertips. And I completely just lost my train of thought as where I was going with that. So it happens, that happens. So often. It happens all the time. Right? I, I have a notebook. So if you see me like kind of looking down, I'm writing down because I have something like you'll say something and be like, man, I want to go back and emphasize on that. And, but if I don't write it down, I will forget to do it. And so I, that's, that's what I'm doing. I learned, I'm learning things. I want to go back to the expectations portion of this. How, that's do, you what I feel about, how do you feel about expectations? Because I have my own opinion on them, although it's been kind of kicked in the face a few times. I get it, guys. But tell me about expectations and what do they mean to you? Uh, expectations are just, to me, honestly, a, a false sense of reality what you think is actually going to happen versus what's truly ever going to happen. So, and I know I'm, I'm in probably a pretty small company. Maybe there's more that are like this. I just, I just don't expect much of anything in that. Um, if you, if, if I don't know how really to say this, like I expect people to be respectful, right? I mean, I don't expect that because I just figure they're not going to be in the first place. So then if they are, then we're besties. We're good. Right. Um, so I guess maybe that's how I look at it. I don't expect you to do anything, but if you do it, then you get a point. Maybe you start at zero. <laughs> Everybody comes in starting at zero. No points yeah, for you. You should see my wall in here. It's it's ridiculous. I was like Susie from the grocery store. Two plus two. It, it's it's freaking fabulous. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever see Susie again or get to add anything to it, but she's got a plus two on the wall. Yeah, did she smile at you and double bag your milk? That would be great. I love it when people do that. She put the eggs on top. It was. <gasps> yeah. Susie's a winner. She Man, that like don't never happen here. 16 or 17. Oh. I was like, your parents taught you right, girl. Dang. Like, Jesus. I got Doug. Doug always be throwing my eggs at the bottom of the milk. Like at the bottom. Like he puts my eggs in my car first. I'm like, Doug, just let me put my own groceries away. It's okay. I don't expect much out of Doug. He's like 86 years old. I feel kind of bad that he's even doing this. It's 100 degrees outside. But every time he puts my eggs and then he puts the milk on top of the eggs. And then I, Doug, we're having omelets tonight for dinner, kids. It's fine. Yeah. <sighs> Just... French toast it is. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> with the eggshells. All right. This protein. I was, we struggled. I struggled with expectations because I, I have... I still kind of do. I have expectations of the of the circle that I keep. I have expectations of the people that I keep around me. And those expectations are kind of like you're like, but I expect you, like if you're going to be around me and you're going to be a part of what I'm doing, uh, I expect you to be respectful. If you can't, 
you don't, you don't just not get any points. Like you get to leave <laughs> like loudly too, at the end of the, like you're going to go. But I, I've had people come at me about the expectations thing. They're like, because you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. And so I've had to find a balance with that in, in my expectations and not like just letting people run around here all willy nilly, willy nilly. Can I say that? Is that dumb? <laughs> I feel like that was really dumb. You're willy nilly. Oh, no. No, you show. are John X. You're, you're John X, willy nilly. Willy nilly. Willy nilly. Yeah. We say wash here too. Do you say wash? Oh, wash. You're a washer. Where are you from? No. Can I ask? I'm in Michigan. Oh, you're a Michigan. in Michigan. You're a Michigander. Where are you? I'm in Iowa. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not far from you. No. You got big threads. Boring state in the world. Oh, I hate. Oh, don't we don't we don't need to go down that path. I love my state because I've got Governor Reynolds and she's amazing and she never ever 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 made me wear a mask ever. And I loved her for it. She let us decide. Willy nilly does work. We say that I kind of stuff here in Iowa. I didn't uh, ever ever. Well, I did when I was absolutely forced to, but mm -hmm. uh, because I have an awesome governor. Anyways, I felt real bad when she got kidnapped. We said some prayers. I did okay. too. Moving on. They didn't get answered, but whatever. <laughs> Moving on. I have questions. I have like I have some I have some questions, but that's okay. Yes, go ahead. I, I want to say so. Little Wolf, Little Wolf sixty six says, but that's setting a standard and boundaries. There's nothing wrong with expecting people to treat you the way you treat them. Yes. However, I don't think that I, I honestly don't 100% agree with the I treat people the way I want to be treated thing. Because I think you have to treat people the way they want to be treated. Because we are all different. And we're not all going to agree. And if treating you the way that you want to be treated involves me not treating you at all whatsoever and completely cutting you out of my life, then hey, so be it. So there has to be boundaries on that side of things too. So I guess maybe it's, I'm not, I have zero expectations. I'm sure I have some expectations here and there, but they're very little. Just to address that question, because I caught out the corner of my eye. So talk to me more about the boundaries portion of this, though. I'm kind of curious, like, where do you stand with your boundaries? Do you think you have solid ones? Do you think they're important? They are definitely important. Um, I think you have to have boundaries with yourself okay. more than you do with other people. I think because other people just have... Um, Every situation is different, right? And so I may give more grace to a certain person than I do to somebody else in a certain situation. Um, but the boundary to myself is if all of a sudden I'm feeling like, no, this is too much. This isn't healthy for me. I'm out. I'm out. I'll mm -hmm. pull Irish goodbyes all day long. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do, actually. Let's just leave. You'll do. Wait a minute. You'll do what? You'll do what with your what? Pull the Irish goodbye. Oh, is that where? You know that's where like I just turn around. You're just going to ghost? You're get you're that guy. Gone. Golly. It, it takes a lot for me to do that, but so I mean, if you can imagine different comments and stuff that I get, emails, whatnot from people, and I'm sure you do too, yeah. right? There's only so much that you can do. No, I got all and that shit shut off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want that. No, I don't mind that. It's not a bad thing. Talk to me. Thank you, Purple Princess. Um, I wait too long and try to manage. No, that was, that's a, that's a boundary that I have set with myself. Like I had to shut that. There are, there are people that I, that can message me, but 
not just everybody. Like I would get super overwhelmed, super, because I always felt like I had to reply to all of them too, because we're kind of, and I'm sure you, you, I don't know if you have your DMs open, but I'm sure you probably get message upon message upon message from people. I don't know. I just shut it off. Like I it's funny because I don't get maybe as thought of as many as I would have thought watching creators as I kind of came up into that space where I was like, oh, I had 3,000 people. And I'm like, oh, these people are, I have like 100,000. They're like, I'm buried in DMs. I can't respond to all these. Mm-hmm. Like, Bullshit. You got like <laughs> two of them last week, Friday. You're not that cool. Her grandstanding. I know now. So piss off. Like, I just don't buy that shit. Right. Unless you got millions of people, then yeah, maybe you're getting bombarded. But I message like, booty here and there and he's always gets back to me so i think it depends too on like what you've built on as far as relationships go mm-hmm. um and that has to do with situational boundaries in versus your general boundaries scott um so i do i think i do have situational boundaries versus maybe general because i think that everything deserves just a little bit of flex my life is kind of built on flexibility i realized that you know everything's not gonna be cut and dry and I'd be way too damn stressed out if I made everything so strict. Now with my kids, I try to be very strict just because that's a whole different story, right? Um, I want them to be flexible. I want them to think outside the box, but I also need them to know like, hey, there's some shit that you're just not going to do to me, right? Or my wife or whatever it might be. Um, So yeah, when it comes to setting those boundaries, I think they are situational. It just depends on who you are. If you rub me the right way if i pick up on some weird energy or vibration or whatever from you then yeah we're good i'm not gonna waste my time and now i'm not gonna be a dick and tell you that right to your face and just make you completely cry at your sleep at night but you know i might more nonchalantly do that you could probably just tell me you'd be like shit listen your podcast i would fuck no like fuck no. i would because no. you're my people no. you're my people though i can do that to my the people that I know that I'm I'm on that same level with, we're good. And I mm-hmm. would just be like, listen, you really kind of took it too far. You need to put your shirt back on. You know. Oh so. well, there's only been one time oh. that someone's shirt came off, and it was like our fifth or sixth show, and it was White Pony, who I'm excited to announce he's going to be coming back. Hopefully, he keeps his shirt on this time. Uh, that, that's, yeah, right. That's the only thing. I'm pretty strict. I, I'm pretty like. I have boundaries. With, like I have boundaries with the show. We don't bring drama to the show. Like I know there's a lot of drama on the TikTok. We don't bring that to the YouTubes. Like, and it doesn't matter if I'm involved or the guest that I'm bringing on is involved. Like, we don't bring that here. I have boundaries with the show. I have boundaries with the DMs. I did get a lot. Of, I would get buried, but they weren't like, like messages. They weren't like, hey, you know, hey, or whatever. They were just people would just send me videos, and they're no context. Just, and I would, I would, I was getting like a ton, like a hundred oh, or more a week. I get I those people send me videos all the time. I just I let them build up. I don't even care. Those I just you can't I, keep up on. I never like, if you're not showing up, you're not showing up on my FYP or whatever. And I don't do a lot of scrolling necessarily. Um, I usually just jump on and I'm responding to the comments. I spend my time more engaging with the people that are in the comments. So that's what you're going to get from me. It's not going to be answering messages. It's or liking your videos that you sent me with a little heart in the DMs. Uh, but I'll spend my time engaging. I don't do a lot of browsing necessarily on there. So it just depends. When did you start your whole TikTok thing? Like, when did this all start for you? You're a pretty big deal on TikTok. I mean, to the point to where branching out would kind of make sense. But when did you start? Um, 
like October of 2020 and it started out because I was doing um, real men wear pink for American Cancer Society okay. where you just wear pink all month long, raising funds and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, wow. I had dinked around on it. I mean, I hadn't really posted anything um, prior to that on there, but I would scroll and I could see. For me, I love the analytical side. I like to see like what garners the attention, what what grabs an eye, what's the analytic part to this. Uh, so that's what really intrigued me. And I like to, I, I genuinely am interested in what makes people tick. I like to see what kind of content are they absorbing. Uh, and the thing that I do love about TikTok is that, and for the most part, if Instagram is probably the same way, and most social media is too, they're going to feed you what you want to see. Mm-hmm. But I know, especially on TikTok, it works so well that I don't see anything, for the most part, that I would really disagree with. <laughs> um, it just it knows what you interact with, right? What you spend your time on. So it feeds you more of that. So I love the way that that works. Uh, I'll try and change up my content here and there just to see if I can pull another side of people or of TikTok or whatever. So, but if I'm not searching mm-hmm. out, if you don't, if I don't search out LGBTQ stuff, I don't, I don't really see much of that stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't see a lot of, you know, the left side of the political spectrum. Um, and by that, I mean none of it because <laughs> it just doesn't not, feed it. I don't see it anymore either. I used to see it quite a bit, but now it's just full of cat videos and dog videos. And yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy with that. And it's, it's perfect. probably going to stay, probably going to stay that way. Cause I can't, <laughs> like I said, we just, we delve so much into this um, and the spiritual TikTok too. Like I had a lot of that on my feed too, for a long time, like the different mental health and stuff like that. And I don't know after a while, it's just like, man, all I want to do is watch dog videos right now. Like, and so I went and found a bunch of dog videos and liked and commented and just, and now that's my FYP, and it makes me happy. I'm here for it. And that's all that matters in the end. Because mm-hmm. who else? I do want to, yeah. Go ahead. No, I do. I did want to ask you. You talked about the analytics, and I had mentioned in the video the balance. Now there was, like I said, I followed you for the mental health stuff because it did. It, it's one of like like a Purple Princess that said your videos kind of hit, and it's like, dang, like you know what I'm saying, and they do. And then, like, I saw another video of you on a chair using a sticker arm as a dong. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Because it's funny. This, that's kind of my kind of humor, too, when you were poking your wife with it. That's yeah. great. Like, I love that. I laughed my ass off for, like, longer than I care to admit. Fair. Did I didn't you do you, watching it over again. <laughs> do you have your own TikToks? When I make them, I do. I know, but like, this oh, light's okay. pissing me off. Oh. You look perfect because you have, like, perfect lighting going on that's okay i i do this for a living yeah you know it kind of makes a little different difference but whatever yeah it's all fine took a while i just have a really cool looking and professional looking mic like i'm over here singing my songs it sounds really good like i have no idea what i sound like i it's because it it goes through a board and the board doesn't go it doesn't matter i don't know what i sound like like i did a whole show sounding like one of the fucking trolls from the justin timberlake movie and nobody told me till the end that I sounded all bubbly like a gnome. So thanks. I got great followers. They're fantastic. Thank I you. like them. I yeah, probably I like let to... you drag on with it too, just for shits and giggles. Hmm. Yep. I just sent you a message after that. Like, hey, asshole. Thanks a lot. Thanks for telling me I had a big bug on my face. Right. I wouldn't. Yes, I would. I want to talk about the balance. Do you are you 
because we talked about this last week. I got a lot of, of content creators who they started off really strong in the politics, in the political side of things. A lot of them were Trumpers and they were president elects and they were and that was the big thing. And my content was was that plus some conspiracy plus, you know, like uplifting more conspiracy than anything because I thought that was super interesting. But eventually the the election ended and um, some were able to transition to a different kind of content um, and did it fairly successfully, very successfully. I think Flawless Lawless is the one that comes to mind. She did a fantastic job switching over and now she does more of the uplifting content. Um, and some kind of, you know, they really couldn't go anywhere from there. Do you struggle with with like finding a balance and, and wanting to make other videos about other things that you're passionate about? Or are you pretty content with where you are on everything? Or does it even matter? Um, so I thought it was kind of funny that you had made that Instagram reel about he's found the balance. And I think that everything in life is a balance. And I, I probably say that word 10 times a day. Uh, mm -hmm. But I do that funny stuff because that's me. Like, that's that's fun. Or like, I the saying fuck is my favorite thing to do on a continual daily basis. My kids are fluent. Now, some people might think that's a problem. I, I don't. I think it'll take them far, honestly. And that's just my opinion. And if you don't like it, I really don't give a shit. But so I like to throw that edginess too because that's really more of, I mean, that's that's me. The other stuff is too, which is a different side. We all have multiple facets, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't think that anybody can be just one thing. And so I, you watch these accounts, like you said, that just kind of petered out because they started down one path, then they they figured out that maybe it wasn't something they were really passionate about, or they couldn't they couldn't pivot into something and convey the same message or garner that same kind of following. I think I said garner like ten times. Isn't that weird that I I noticed that? That's a problem. Anyways, um, in this live, I, this is the first time I've heard you say it. No, you're lying, but that's okay. Fucks are sen sentence enhancers. Uh, it's a very versatile word, and they it's are. my favorite. Yeah. So I try and put that out there too, because I think that people need to see that they need to see that you can be both. You know what I mean? I put a lot of like sensitive shit out there, like guys being in touch with both and all sides. I think there's a there's a a, a high necessity of of being very masculine. And then mm -hmm. also still in touch with that feminine side, because if you're not, you're just going to be a douchebag and you're not a caveman. So you can be both. I mean, I can tell you that you're beautiful and that you're everything in the world to me. And I can put in all these wonderful things and I can be extremely, extremely soft that way. And then turn around and tell you that I'll kill every single person that ever tried to lay a finger on them, on you in the same breath. Mm -hmm. But people don't think that you can do that. I, I feel like some people don't. So I don't know, I try and convey that message, I guess. I think we've talked a lot about that too with the toxic masculinity. And I know that that was a that's been a hot topic, especially lately, just with everything that's going on. Uh, they've kind of taken what you've talked about just just now, just you know, the the being soft with the people that you are comfortable being soft with, but then on the outwardly, you know, being that almost kind of and I don't want to say aggressive because I feel like aggressive's got like a negative connotation, but I wanna say the protector. Oh, there's the protector, like the protector, the provider. And now they've kind of demonized that into like a toxic masculinity. And there, I struggle with that because I, for me personally, I'm very strong female. So, so it's going to take a very strong male or a very strong mate to even be able to 
like create a life or a family or anything, because otherwise I'm just going to bulldoze over you. I need somebody that can put me in my place and do it respectfully. Um, and then bring me flowers and chocolate. I like chocolate. You know what? I like, I need both sides. So I get what you're saying, but I feel like that's being wiped away by kind of the societal stuff that's going on. And it's frustrating for, I don't know, girls like me, women like me. I think it's funny. Cause you get a lot of people that comment like that, where, Oh, where's where is the man that does this and the man that does that? And, and then they're the same creators that'll be on live getting all pissed off because they got their boobs out and someone's commenting on them, right? It's like, oh, you're being so disrespectful, and oh, I'm not that way. I'm like, your 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 tits are out. Like, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you expect? You can't have both sides. It doesn't it doesn't really work that way. I mean, you do you, and you can figure that out on your own time. But everybody wants to to say toxic masculinity or, or toxic positivity that one i can't stand either one of those it, what's toxic positivity well just i, I don't know I, I really don't look I've at it it's, just term. it's being too positive at all times and not and not like in being oh. embracing that shit sucks some days yeah it does suck some days okay so change yeah. your mindset well that's kind of how i feel about everything like I'm like, you know, I, 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 we found silver linings in everything, even COVID, even, even the political side of things. There's all kinds of silver linings that are happening that I choose to focus on versus like the terrible stuff. And I think that's what makes successful people successful and, and not successful people not successful. Because if you're constantly focusing on the negative, then you're just going to keep attracting all the negative. Like it's not going to change. Why are you guys drawing penises in my comments? What is happening in here? Listen, we are a professional show. I'm going to need to stop with the calculator type. <laughs> You're doing that. The calculator is like B and then the zero, zero. And the yeah. B. Yeah. I can draw a penis on just about anything. I love this. <laughs> out. The night. I love it. I can too. Um, looking at the world through rose colored glasses equals toxic. I see like the bad shit. Like I see it. I recognize it. I'm, you know, I know it's there but I'm just choosing not to engage with it, I guess. Like I, I obviously we spend a lot of time there, but it's kind of like, I can, I guess I can kind of see the toxic positive. I think that's bullshit, but I like to be positive. Y'all fuck off. Like <laughs> sit over here in my positive pile of shit. I thought Stop it was it. funny earlier when you said you did a lot of clapback videos. I've done uh-huh. one, I think one. Only one? Two, yeah, because why? I'm just why because I will psychologically mind fuck you by That's not doing it more than giving you no you didn't because you gave him that you gave him this the the podium right it you depends. put them on blast in front of everybody else yeah. they got exactly from you what they wanted it's the same thing any bully does it the only way you pacify him is just say yeah you're right I'm I'm ugly and I got a small wiener what are you gonna do about it I'm sorry can't fix it nobody's ever said that to me it's weird that they wouldn't have seeing as you identify <laughs> as a weird small As a, person. Tox- a toxic man that's what i identify i took this instagram quiz one time and it turns out i don't know if you know this steve but i'm the ultimate male really so, yeah huh. i think i even posted it i'd have to go find it it was a few months ago but i am the ultimate male uh, which is probably why i struggle so much with emotions and like love that's why that's why i like your page because i'm learning like i need to learn i need to learn how to do i'm empathetic as fuck but like there's there's some stuff that I just don't understand. It's because I'm the ultimate man. 
So ship your balls are the biggest. They they are definitely very large. Yes, they are large. But I learned my lesson with this because here's what happens when you start doing it. Like I just did. I did. I did a clapback video, kind of. Okay, there's this Canadian guy and he has this huge account. Well, he made a video about me and I was like, you. And I was just in a mood, so I made a video about. And then that video came down in like 45 minutes, like for harassment and bullying. And his video stayed up. I think it was more the fact that rather than growth, I realized it's just a losing battle. Like my video yeah. isn't gonna. It's not gonna stay up. You're gonna take it down because you can't take accountability for your own shit. I don't know. It's losing. yeah. A lot of them you see that they come down for that, and it's like, okay, well, what's the point? Like then your account the just kind of gets garnered and pushed down and there was garner again. Um you and garner. So, I don't even know what that means. I should look it up. That, that was the wrong usage of the word I will admit to that. I said garner. <laughs> That's not what I meant to say. Like garner snake? No, like if you garner something. Um gather, right? So like you're gathering, you're garnering views, you're you're garnering attention. No? Okay. Uh, Just me. Uh, just Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the views and the loved, attention is the, we can't focus on either because it just doesn't go anywhere. Hi, Reese. I wanted to be in here with Jess. I saw your. I watched that podcast. Um, and Lawless, I love her. She. Oh, Lawless. Well, like a year, year and a half ago, she was probably like a hundred thousand followers or something like that, and then we had connected on there and i don't think she follows me back on her main which doesn't matter i think she got banned on it and i usually will go in and someone's banned i'll remove them after a while because otherwise tiktok doesn't like that that you follow mm -hmm. these banned people or banned tiktok accounts so they they don't deprive their stuff I not in my that. i, I need to know. go through mine yeah you just type in tik so tick and then whatever comes up and it says tiktoker it means they've been banned for Multiple community violations. And That's so half my people. Yeah, it was it was yeah. really eye opening because when I started, uh, what I was doing back in 2020 with a totally different account was I was just being like, oh, I can advertise on this, and I had these little Trump trains, Trump 2020 trains, that a buddy of mine. Wait a minute. Custom made. Okay. And so I made videos with the little Trump trains, and we sold them online, and it sold out of them in like no time, and then we couldn't get it anymore. Because the turn time on was too too lengthy, so the, the account was kind of stupid, and I would just post some funny political shit here and there. But then it was it was done. It served its purpose. So I never, I didn't even know you did had like a political side to your uh, tiki tock ness tiki tock. I did on a, on a different account that I had just created just for oh. that, and that's how I really started on TikTok was selling jump trains. That's how, how we well we we started with the masks. These masks. I was so bitter about the mask thing. Like, you're not gonna make me wear a mask. This is ridiculous. And then a lot of people felt the same way, and then it just took off from there. Of course, a lot of people didn't feel the same way. So there was that. But I had no I idea that you did that. I did. Nobody knew I that it was me. Because my face wasn't on there, I don't think ever. So no, I walked the line because I like to see how many of the other side I can collect. Or just opposing views because I do like to see things from from both sides. I have no problem doing that. You have to, um, otherwise your your arguments invalid. You have to be able right. to see it and argue it from both sides. Yeah, you have to be able to, and most people, for the majority, 
of people out there trying to argue one way or the other. They aren't looking at all whatsoever of at the other side. I mean, I, I said, why do you, the, why, why do you think that why? Is? it doesn't satisfy them? Cause why do they care? It's too hard to do it that way. They care. Cause our gas is almost five bucks a gallon. They don't care this about that. Iowa. We make our own gas. <laughs> Shut down the pipeline. Oh my God. I don't even get into the whole that. Well, that's just, that's not where we are this week, but yeah, no. that's, but I, 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 I'm struggling. I struggle with that. And I struggle with that for a long time because I was never a dick in my TikToks unless you came and was a dick in my comments. And then I was a dick back to you because this is my account. You're not going to come in here and just say whatever you want. That's at the time what I thought now I couldn't care less, but the, the people they were getting, like they would got some of the, like some of these comments were just, it isn't enough that you have to disagree with me. That's fine. And, or even be a little snarky. Like some of these people were just outright cruel. And I'm like, wow, this is like the side of the internet. I never wanted to see. And I often wondered why that was like how, how terrible your life must be in order for you to project that kind of cruelness onto somebody you don't even know. And I struggle with that for a long. And then a lot of times it was kids, which is even worse. Because well, we all have a need for approval, right? We all have a need to feel like valid. Yeah. Trying to validate themselves by putting somebody else down. Now, I'm going to ask you this. So what percentage yeah. of your overall comments do you think that you would get were negative? If you had to take before, a wild snap in the dark. Before or now? Mm, before. Before, I would venture to say at least 60 to 70%. We're all negative. Mm-hmm. Because we were against so the COVID looking. mandates. We were against the COVID masks. We were against the pokies. We were against all of it. And I kept losing accounts and probably 60 to 70%. Sonny could probably help out with a little more than that. But now I, I don't get a ton. No, I maybe 10% of the ones that I get are negative. But I noticed that TikTok also catches things a lot faster. Like people won't leave really nasty comments but tiktok won't allow it to post so maybe i'm getting more and i just don't know it hmm. i don't care i, I just can't believe you don't get you. any i got when i did a one about being burned out that was the night we had come home from a friend's house my wife had been drinking we'd all we had both been drinking whatever but it was right down the road so we walked on whatever and uh we got home my kids so this fit like mom's drunk oh my gosh well and they throw they start going into this overly dramatic bullshit it was like 11 30 at night they're both dead tired it creates mm -hmm. this huge blow up and i was like in the back of my mind everything is content because i was like you know what right now how i'm feeling i could bet a billion people could relate to this so i walked out of my front steps knowing damn well that i have a blink camera that it would record me doing what i did mm -hmm. so then i put on there and i put like five ways or five things about burnout i don't know videos got that video blue yeah, yeah. That, that's like it's now like one and a half million views in then two it just days. Died. It just died. It mm -hmm. went to like 1.2 and then stopped or 1.4 and mm -hmm. then stopped. And now it just kind of eh, slowly, slowly. So I get some on there that are like, oh, this world is so soft. You guys are out pansies and blah, blah, blah. And it's funny because there's probably 2,000 comments on the video. And I think I remember two of them. And one of them said wuss, <laughs> which I just think is funny. And the other one was yeah. like, you guys are so soft. Everybody's a bunch of snowflakes. I'm like, if you only really knew where I stand on stuff, like we, we're, we'd we be best friends, right? So like, I get your point of view. That's cute and all, but 
by putting someone else down and making a comment like that, you you don't get any good traction and you don't fix or help anybody else in there by saying that. So it doesn't do anything. It doesn't add any value. That's how can you only remember? How can you only remember the two negative ones? Oh, I mean, I can remember more of them too, but those ones I, I remember. And, and so that was my point when I asked you what percentage of your comments are negative because psychologically, I think it takes like five good things to make up for one negative thought. Um, really? Like scientifically in my non-scientific knowledge base, right? And what I've read, I don't know, that just sticks out to me, but everything, it, there's a couple of bigger creators that I'm friends with on there and they would be like, oh, I'm getting all these comments. And I'm like, okay, how many was they like four? Like your video is like 17 million views and you have 45,000 comments. You remember four of the bad ones. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, that's the biggest thing too, is you, we have to move past. Why does that shit stick out to us? Why do we feed that machine? You're feeding the wrong machine. So that's a big point of the whole mental health thing too, is you just feed it the right stuff. You become what your thoughts are. Call it manifesting, call it, you know, giving yourself affirmations, whatever it is. It just works. That's just how the universe is. I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. Uh, Me too. And what you what you focus on, you will have. And if all you're doing is worrying about shit, that shit's gonna happen to you. I didn't. I never had COVID. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. I don't know. I never got tested. But um, I never got sick to the point I was fine. But I never thought it was any big deal. So these people that I feel like, and that's just one instance. Let's just say it's a flu. We'll change the subject on that thing, right? Okay. If you think you're going to get sick all the time, you're probably going to get fucking sick. Mm-hmm. If you're worried about getting sick all the time, that's what's going to happen to you. If you're worried about getting in a car accident, you probably end up in a car accident because you're not paying attention driving. You're just sitting there worrying about getting in a car accident. And so it just works that way. I don't know. That's a big... I have all these millions of ideas, right? You know, I found out that I am a true creative mind a true creator i just i love doing it so you do it very well and it, like i said people really resonate with your videos and what you have to say and again that's what drew me in too is because i mean there was that video but you've done a couple others that was just like dang and then some of those videos kind of took me off a ledge too. It's like I saw them and we talk about the law of attraction. You talk about manifestation. Like I was in a and you know, on a certain day in a way, and one, you know, one of your videos would pop up and it was like, and it was, you know, okay. And then I can keep going. And I think what you do as a content creator is is probably a much bigger deal than you're giving yourself credit for. I think that. I've known lots of, I know lots of content creators, and we talked about Flawless, Flawless. She's one of them. I look up to Flawless uh, a lot just because of what she's been able to do. She's, uh, to go from the political side of things and then to just explode with this, the the positivity content, or I think it's positive. I don't, she might not resonate with everybody, but I, I, people like that, I don't know that you recognize how much of a change that you're actually making. And so if nobody's told you that, I'm going to tell you that. You should probably well, know that. that. Maybe you do know that and you're just super cocky and whatever, but yeah, I'm a total I'm, dick most of the time. That's okay. Me too. I, just fake it I don't no, even fake it, it anymore. You're never a prophet in your own circle or your own town. Right. Mm-hmm. So in my own head, I mean, to me, it's just it's fun. It's it's amazing. I've gotten emails of people that are like, Hey, I I didn't I didn't unalive myself because of something you said and and I don't know. I don't. I don't take that as too much of a because maybe they did. Maybe they would never have done it. It doesn't. I, I don't know. 
the fact that they send the email is kind of neat, you know, or the message or whatever is cool. Um, but in talking about it, I just, a lot of times I take something, something that someone's feeling and then end it with, you're going to be fine. And I, and in my head, I might be saying like, suck it up. Like you're being a big wuss. Like, this is not a big fucking deal. Right. But saying it like that does absolutely nothing. No. Right. So if I can say a little differently, it works. Steve, we are right at the top of our hour. And so I'm going to wrap up. I have one final question. What is the future of Ripple Time? What are your future plans to do with all of this? Uh, (laughs) Keep going. Good question. Uh, Yeah. yeah, I've actually, in the past couple of weeks, been on a couple different podcasts and get the same question. And I've talked to a couple of people that are, I'm close with here on the marketing side or who are life coaches, or whatever, and just in having coffees with them. And they're like, you, you just got to have a, got to have a direction. What's your plan? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Eventually just, I'd love to, I don't know. <laughs> and that's the exciting part about it, I guess. Right. You'll Maybe know I, when you know. know. Yeah, maybe I'd go farther if I had a distinct plan and, and steps and, and milestones I wanted to achieve. Maybe. Maybe not. I just go well. I love it. Well, Steve, thank you so much for coming on tonight. We love your face. You guys, thank you so much for being here. I love your faces. I appreciate you. Uh, tonight is, this is Tuesday. So tomorrow is Wednesday. Oh, I do have one thing. So tomorrow is Wednesday. Normally we're off on Wednesdays. But we ended up having to move Mrs. Rogers Hood to tomorrow night. So Mrs. Rogers Hood and I are going to be live tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time to talk about where she's at with her log cabin and how everybody probably still has worms and how I have not started my tincture kit because I like my worms and I'm going to just keep them. So it kind of freaks me out to try and push them out. But that's it. So I will see you guys tomorrow night. Steve, thanks again. We love your faces. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mama says hi and watch out for deer. Bye, guys. Oh, 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 oh,